Welcome to Start Dakota, a show by Startup Sioux Falls, where we dispel misconceptions about starting a business, uncover unique challenges faced by founders, highlight today's problem solvers, and build a stronger startup community for tomorrow. This project is powered by the SBA. Now, here's your host, Brienne Maynard. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Start Dakota, brought to you by Startup Sioux Falls, powered by the SBA through our Community Navigator pilot program grant. Today, we're going to be speaking to Desiree Donovan of Donovan's Diamond Details. I love the alliteration. <laughs> um, and I'm excited to hear about her journey through our co-starters program and where she's at with her business. So welcome, Desiree. Thank you. So first question I have, in 30 seconds or less, can you introduce yourself and share a little bit about the business? Um, my name is Desiree, and I am a, well, 40-year-old as of today. Happy it is birthday. my birthday. Thank you very much. <laughs> I am a mom of three, married. Um, I moved to Sioux Falls five years ago with no intentions of starting a business. <laughs> uh, I spent 25 years in restaurants and hospitality industry. Okay. Uh, most of that is management since I was 19. I've always been a leader, apparently. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so moved up in the food chain pretty quickly. So that has given me a lot of skills to kind of decide where I want to go long term. Um, probably a year ago, I was like, you know what? I need to do something for myself. I was working for another cleaning company. Uh, felt like I could do a little better job on my own mm -hmm. and decided, okay, let's start planning for 2022. February 2022 was my goal. Uh, I bailed on it. <laughs> I did and decided, nope, I need to stay stable. I need to stay where I'm at. Mm -hmm. um, and actually applied for co-starters on a whim. Okay. So. so that's interesting to me. So you said you didn't want to take the leap because you wanted to stay stable. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? What do you mean by that? Were the What were the barriers and the, the hesitations that you had about this leap into entrepreneurship? Um, the very first one was financial, personally, right? Sure. Like, how am I going to keep my foot solid to take care of my family? Um, that's been my main goal for... Obviously, that's everybody's goal. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a little bit of a hustler. So I've always had one, two jobs, three jobs. Um, I've managed two different restaurants at one time mm -hmm. as assistant manager. So, Dang. and for me, it was like, okay, how do I give this up for the unknown? Mm -hmm. Terrible at the unknown. <laughs> Are um, you a planner? <laughs> yes. Yes. 100% down to every, you should see the paper and scribbles that I have for this business. Well, three um, kids will do that to you as yes, well, right? Yeah, for sure. So I, I, I don't know. I wasn't ready. I just wasn't ready. Sure, sure. It wasn't time. So what made it time when this opportunity arose? What changed? Uh, in July, I was very, very unhappy. Okay. Very unhappy. Mm -hmm. um, and was trying to decide, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to change jobs? Am I going to jump into this. What am I going to do? Uh, co-starters came across my Facebook page and I was like three, four, five, six times. It kept oh. like popping up. I'm like, okay, okay. You know what? Forget it. We're going to apply. 
And I applied. So if we harass you enough, you'll take the plunge. Right? I, did, yeah, I guess. I guess. It was the universe screaming at me is what it, I, I officially decided it was. Oh, that's awesome. Um, it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Decided to apply. Just wrote a random bio about myself and was very surprised to get in. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. So you kind of explained your why behind yeah. starting the business through the co-starters platform there's a lot of talk about customer discovery. Right. Um, can you tell me a little bit about who your customer is and what problem you're trying to solve for them? Um, so Sioux Falls has two things. A, a very booming construction home building world, um, which is where eventually I'd like to kind of be is in post-construction. Okay. Um, I like making the new shiny for the new owners. Uh, and the second thing we have is a lot of families, right? Like we have, we're growing. We've got a lot of young families. We've got a lot of new people moving in mm -hmm. um, and buying those new homes. So, and I think with our lives being busy, just in general, yeah. um, you know, we don't have any time and our homes take a lot of that neglect. My own home takes that neglect so that everybody else doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. uh, that's going to change. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's like okay. We need to do something uh, for you, especially yes. on your birthday. Yes. So eventually the benefit of my company will be anybody who works for me will have a house clean every month. Okay. That'll be a benefit that, and um, I don't know any other cleaning company that does that, but I think it's a benefit that we could easily yeah. offer. It's just yeah. time. So that's kind of. So, and, and that being said, this is a, a busy space industry-wide. There's, there's a lot of cleaning services, a lot of independent cleaning professionals. There is. What makes you stand apart? What is it, why is your solution different from all the rest? Um, so I've actually run into this quite a bit lately with uh, some of my newer clients mm -hmm. that have had the same cleaning lady for 15 years or have had merry maids for 15 years yep. is... One, some of the inconsistency with the bigger companies, um, turnover rates in those kinds of companies are just as high as you see in restaurants and hospitality. Um, so you never know who's coming into your home, mm -hmm. which is obviously for some people a big red flag. Sure. Um, and the other side of it, too, I think with the individual companies, even if it's one coming in or two coming in like me, Sometimes I think you still become a number. Like it becomes a very habit forming ritual when you walk into somebody's house. I walk into somebody's house and I see, okay, well, we definitely had hockey this week. We had baseball this week. Like I see those things. I don't just walk in and see the mess. I see all the things that have added up <laughs> to the chaos, right? right. Um, and then I just give it a lot of love. I really do. I enjoy what I do. I sing and dance a lot while I do this. Uh, I apologize to any of my clients that have be cameras. You better be on TikTok. I am not. And my what? daughters, my twin daughters are 19, and um, they have also kind of, you know, you really ought to pay attention. I said, no. If anybody goes on their cameras, they could probably make a YouTube yes. channel of cleaning ladies because I guarantee you there is some hilarious antics. Hustle. 100%. Oh, that's awesome. 100%. So recently, MB, which is the cohort that you graduated out of, mm -hmm. hosted a 100-year anniversary celebration, yes. and they brought in the woman from the television show on Netflix called Maid, M-A-I-D. Did you happen oh, to attend this? I did not. Okay, well, it was, it was something really special. Huh. This woman told her story. She was, in, she was homeless, mm -hmm. um, trying to raise a child, um, escaped out of an abusive relationship, 
and started cleaning homes. <laughs> she talked a lot about the dignity of, of these types of jobs. Right. And I'm curious from your lens what it's like in this world as far as like level setting, how cl- the cleaning profession is just as important as doctors, lawyers, you name it. Mm-hmm. And I had another thought there, but just talk about that a little bit for me. You yeah. know, just what is that like to navigate? So we were actually just discussing that a little bit before we started was um, the stigma surrounding having a housekeeper or a maid or a cleaning service, however you want to label it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, back before in the 50s and 60s, the housewives took care of everything. Mm -hmm. But they also didn't have full-time jobs or full-time plus jobs, right? Right. Um, And then still have to come home and take care of your babies and make sure the laundry is done. I don't do laundry. (laughs) <laughs> I don't do, I don't like doing my own laundry, but Desiree's rules of the home, right, no laundry. <laughs> right. Uh, but there's definitely a stigma surrounding that. And, and one of the things that I do that no other cleaning company does is I actually, after I've walked into your home and I've cleaned it and I've staged it because I do stage every home. Uh-huh. Um, and you walk into this magazine cover house is what I try to accomplish. I take pictures. I always ask for permission, of mm-hmm. course. And I post them up on my business page. Mm-hmm. And then those clients get to see their beautiful home up there for everybody else to see. And that is a sense of pride that there shouldn't be a stigma around that. Right. There shouldn't be, we ask for help for every other aspect of our life. Mm-hmm. This is just another easy way to make your life just a little bit calmer, right? I, Absolutely. My, my line is let my sparkle bring clean, calm peace to your space. And so, like, when you come home, I want you to take that, oh, it smells great in here and everything's so nice. And I hand wipe every spindle on the banisters, right? So, like, the tiny details. Your kid left that smudge of peanut butter and jelly on the kitchen wall. That's gone today. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the houses I cleaned for last week was funny. There was a sticky hand up on the chandelier. (laughs) I'm not sure how long it had been there. It was pretty gnarly. Uh, (laughs) Me and the six-foot Swiffer got it done, and the sticky hand came down. So mom's like, yeah, that's been up there a while. I said, it's not there no more. (laughs) So I I thought of the other question that it was kind of a counterpart Mm -hmm. to that question, but a lot of folks in our entrepreneurial ecosystem, we discovered over time, don't necessarily identify with that term. Right. I, how, how am I an entrepreneur? I'm mm-hmm. not, I, I don't have a tech business. I don't, right. you know, there's just a certain, yeah, we've, we've put, we've wedged ourselves into a, a corner mm-hmm. with the, with the terminology. Right. How has the co-starters program helped change your view of what entrepreneurship is? Um, I'm, I was definitely one of those people. I think I still kind of am. Yeah. Um, and part of that might just be my own confidence in, you know, my steps forward personally. Yep. But uh, for me, that that word, it was intimidating when I walked in the door the first night. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you don't think of, okay, because some of these ladies have got some fantastic gigs, right? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, it's just a cleaning business, right? Like I kind of like closed down in on myself for the first couple classes. Mm-hmm. Um one thing that I have learned is even though I don't necessarily feel like I have this booming business sitting in front of me right now, all of the skills that I have built over the last 20 some years in management even have given me so much more information and so much more than I thought I had. 
Um, And I was actually able to offer some of that to some of those other ladies. One lady's starting a restaurant. Uh, So eventually for me to get in with her and help her, like I told her, anytime you want to cater, I'll come hang out with you. And I'm like, I'll come cater with you. Um, I just... I feel like it is an intimidating word, and I don't think I've even settled in on that. Mm-hmm. Like, even small business, like any of those words right now for me are like still a little intimidating. Sure. I've sat down and done all of the work to plan out my next year, mm-hmm. and, and I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's business. Mm-hmm. That That's definitely a small business. Yes, <laughs> that is what I am doing. I just, the putting the label on it scares me. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I appreciate yeah. that. It's it's really interesting to hear it mm-hmm. from different industries. So that said, what has been the most challenging part of starting your business? Putting myself out there. Okay. 100%, <laughs> uh, including this podcast. Okay. Well, you're um, doing great. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh <laughs> Yeah, just putting myself back out there. Um, the last couple years, I've been kind of closed off from the world like most of us have. Right. Um, when I left hospitality and you're in front of people all day, every day for 12 hours, and it was like, oh, now I have to go back out into the real world. I have to try to promote myself. Mm-hmm. How do I promote myself? Like, how how do you take all of these insecurities and go, now I have to tell the world that I'm this great person, Right. I'd like to think I'm a great person, but it is very hard to to kind of push yourself out into that realm and go, okay, now I really have to do this. Yeah. Um, for me, for whatever this adventure might end in, whether yeah. it's, you know, drops down and fails or skyrockets and does everything I want it to do. So interesting. Um, for me, it's about the peace at the end of it, yeah. you know, finding where I come home at the end of the day and I'm like, yep, this was a good day. Awesome. So we're going to put a pin in it. I feel like this is a good place to take a break. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, we're going to hear more about her experience with co-starters and how hopefully that's helped her develop a little bit more self-confidence and, and other exciting things. So we'll be right back. Hey, this is Amos, the community coordinator at Startup Sioux Falls, and I hope you're enjoying the show. Start Dakota is hosted by Startup Sioux Falls. We provide resources to make starting a business easier, including events, programs, mentorship, ecosystem navigation, and an actual space. If you have ever aspired to launch something of your own or run a business currently, we want you to join our community. Start with Startup Sioux Falls at startupsiouxfalls.com start. We're excited to connect with you. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Now let's get back to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Start Dakota podcast. Today we are talking with Desiree Donovan about her experience with the MB cohort. Um, And MB, if I haven't explained that, is uh, an acronym for Empowering You to Be, formerly the YWCA of Sioux Falls. So this organization has been around for over 100 years, uh, supporting and empowering women to, to be the best that they can be. So just to give a little uh, back background there, that kind of leads us into our next question, Desiree. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were a graduate of this co-starters MB cohort. Um, I want to know, and I'm going to give you a little back backstory here. I looked at your application um, when you applied, <laughs> and when asked what you were hoping to get out of the program, you said, the tools and connections I need to make a dream a reality, 
I have worked hard for everyone else, and now I want to work for myself. I need strong minds to help me organize and navigate my way through making myself a success. I want to have the resources and knowledge to run my business efficiently and successfully. Mm. I see you getting emotional. <laughs> wow. Um, I want to hear how, how this program has changed you. <clears throat> and take a minute. Take a minute if you need to. Oh, the first two classes were yeah. tears. <laughs> Lots of tears. Yeah. You kind of do that. Um, yeah. Goodness. <laughs> Didn't know that was going to elicit such a response here. Deep stuff on here today. I know. I know. And that's, that's kind of me as a person. Um, I put a lot into what I do. Yeah. <clears throat> do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> So much in such a few sentences. Yeah. It's like your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is for a lot of people. That's mm -hmm. what makes this so impactful and special, to be honest with you. Right. And for me, because I failed at this 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, when I was just trying to support my little kids. Yep. Um, now, it's not about supporting them. Uh, two of them are adults, um, <laughs> even though so they're fast. still living at home, <laughs> but they are adults uh, and on their own adventures. Um, yeah. And I needed something for me. Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned earlier, this is my 40th birthday. Yeah. 10 years ago when I got divorced mm -hmm. and ventured out with three little kids on my own, um, we lived in a camper. two months um while I got my stuff together yep. and uh I look back at that mm -hmm. and I know I've done everything I can for them now yep. um now I need something for me yeah. to feel proud yep. and I think as <clears throat> I want to get this right because it was important to me <laughs> I think as moms in general, women, mm -hmm. there's an unbelievable amount of pressure to sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Um, and this is going to sound really selfish. And I'm going to say it because I know other women think it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm done sacrificing. Mm -hmm. uh, done sacrificing for everybody else. Mm -hmm. I want to be me for me. Yeah. And... If this business, uh, if this business is that, which right now I feel wholeheartedly it is, um, I know that I have done everything I can for me. Even if I fail at it, I know I tried. I've failed 10 times. I've gotten up 11 and I'll keep getting up. That's that's honestly like you just encapsulated the entrepreneurial journey and mindset so beautifully. That's, that's what it's all about. It's about picking yourself back up mm -hmm. when times get tough and there's no better example mm -hmm. of that than you. And I have no doubt that your children have benefited from watching you fail and try again. So kudos to you for taking, taking control of your life essentially. Thank I, you. that's incredible. Thank that's, you. What an incredible story. 
Thank you so much for sharing that mm-hmm. on your dang birthday. I know, right? <laughs> Bringing like me to tears. A, I can cry on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so if we want to dig in, let's try to we'll try to lighten it a little okay. bit so I can get you get you squared here. But I want to talk about the co-starters curriculum and the journey that you were on, mm-hmm. and what maybe what the most important discovery or business problem you worked through during those ten weeks. Like, where were those aha moments for you? Um, usually on the hardest weeks, yeah. uh, the first three or four weeks, you know, is pretty lighthearted stuff. Like you're trying to figure out your ideas, you're coming up with a name, you're, um, you know, some of the gals were just putting down bits and pieces on paper, you know, because we had so many different levels of business yeah. at that point yep. from ideas to fully operational for the last two years or five years previous to that. So, um, which I also enjoyed quite a bit of that, but Once we kind of got into financials and how to really get into the the deep grit and the stuff that happens behind the scenes that nobody wants to think about, right? Okay, we want want a business. We want the money. Now, everything back there is scary. Um, This class was great for that. Mm -hmm. I, I was lucky in the sense that, like, when I applied, I already had my idea. I'd been planning for kind of a year. You know, I had a pretty good basis of where I wanted to go, Mm -hmm. um, but was stuck. And then with this class, I've actually, I feel like kind of almost followed it to a T. Um, All of our guest speakers talked about that moment when they went, this is it. I'm quitting my job. This is what I'm doing. Um, And that's kind of what I've done. I went from it being a side gig and like, okay, maybe I want to go ahead and jump into this to within probably five weeks I had put in my two weeks notice and then uh, quit my job shortly after that. Like, I think it was in within a week mm-hmm. um, and decided, okay, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is it. It's now or never. You went all and, I, and I jumped. Um, and every one of those ladies have talked about that. All of the guest speakers have talked about that day where it just hit them and they're like, yep, today's the day. Yep. I need to jump. Um, for me, I talked about earlier that stability for me yeah. was really hard to walk away from. Right. But everything inside of me was telling me it was time. Um, and I walked into class the day that I quit. Yeah. And they cheered and they loved it. <laughs> and they were super excited moments. that I they're did terrifying it. Terrifying and they're they're full of right. excitement at the same time. But for them to all have my back and show me that it was okay, um, that I made the right decision and to have that extra support was great. That is um, awesome. But the nitty gritty, the financials, the legals, the all that nasty stuff in the background, um, <laughs> it really forced me to sit down and go, okay, what can I handle? What can't I handle? I know yeah. long term I can't handle some of those things. Sure. Um, for now, I'm all of it. You can't, you can't be everything, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. It's really interesting. I'm, I'm thinking a lot about the word stability now mm-hmm. and just the the mechanisms that are our country give us to be stable and Mm -hmm. allow ourselves to take these types of leaps. Mm -hmm. I think about affordable housing for one thing, because you're kind of in that, that Mm -hmm. space of, you know, making homes better and brighter and also like access to, to healthcare. Can you talk about your experiences trying to navigate those waters, leaving a full-time job and, and diving into entrepreneurship and, and how that experience went for you? Um, so I'm probably a little bit of a strange case, which is why that entrepreneurial word is so hard for me sometimes. Yeah. Um, 
I was working a nor like I worked for a cleaning company. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. I was the lead. I was the second in command um, for a great lady. She was fantastic. She was my best friend for two and a half years. Um, And I'm very happy to have worked with her. Um, And I didn't have health insurance. I didn't have vacation. I didn't have those kind of things. Mm -hmm. I've always been a hustler. So I always made things work, right? Um, But I am one of those people that doesn't have health insurance. Um, Now I have... Started now where, you know, there's options out there, especially now starting in the small business, the options you can kind of navigate a little bit more. So I'm hoping that'll change. But um, I, I think in general, we kind of lack all the way around as a country on that side of things. But Absolutely. That's a well, and personal. It's, it's a timely question because there right. is an initiative coming on the ballot for Medicaid expansion. And I'm mm-hmm. assuming that would benefit you and your family. Right. Yep. So yeah, 100 percent. It's. I think there's a definite divide there. Yeah. And I mean, for those like me that are just still kind of on that same playing field where it's like, okay, well, you've either got to put groceries or you've got to pay us $600 in insurance. Right. So um, for me, it's an easy choice. I know that sounds mm-hmm. silly. Um, I go to the doctor when I need to. I pay out of pocket when I need to. It's very rare, yeah. <laughs> but I do it. <laughs> um, and so, but you just do what you got to do and mm-hmm. deal with consequences later. Well, I'm really excited to hear about what the journey holds for you moving forward and what Mm -hmm. what your needs are, but we're going to take one more quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome to the Business Minute, a recurring segment powered by the SBA, where we'll share business facts and resources available to entrepreneurs throughout the U.S. Small Business Administration. This is Sadie Swear, Executive Director of SDCEO East Women's Business Center. Did you know there are roughly 12 million women-owned businesses in 2017, with $388.1 billion in payroll and 10.1 million employees? However, women remain underrepresented in small business ownership, as women-owned firms make up only 20% of all employer firms. Interested in starting a business or already own a business? There are many free resources available. One of those resources is SDCEO. SDCEO is a resource organization focused on empowering women in entrepreneurship across South Dakota by providing entrepreneurs with the resources they need to succeed. Along with free and confidential business consultations, SDCEO offers in-person workshops, online training courses, educational seminars, and networking opportunities. Learn more about SDCEO at bhsu.edu backslash SDCEO. Welcome back to Start Dakota. We're talking with the incredible Desiree Donovan Mm. about her (laughs) journey in life and and how that led her to entrepreneurship. And speaking of journeys, now that the 10-week cohort is behind us, that's certainly not the end of the journey. Mm -hmm. Where... What's next for you and what kind of resources do you need to get to the next level with your business? Um, for me, it's a, it's a steady build right now. Yeah. I do a lot of self-promoting. My Facebook page that I talked about earlier, um, I actually build all my own ads back in another lifetime. Uh, I worked for a newspaper and learned how to build ads. Um, so I do build all of my own ads and all of my own promo stuff online. Um, but it's... Build, 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 build. Um, 
I'd like to be able to bring my daughter on full time. She's working with me part time oh, right now. Great. Sweat, little sweat equity for living in the house. Uh-huh. Um, but it's great for me on the bigger houses. And then she learns. Um, she worked with me for a year during COVID, actually, okay. at the cleaning company her senior year. So she's got a lot of time under her belt doing this as well. Nice. Um, and so bringing her on full time, I'd like to bring on somebody else full time. Like mm-hmm. I want to move this in a direction where eventually. Uh, I can do post-constructions um, for all of these new builds around here. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to eventually get into hoarding, um, crime scenes, unattended deaths, some of those kinds of things. Sounds gnarly to some. I've identified some really specific markets. That's yes. really interesting. Yes. And it is a limited market. Uh, sure. It's a lot of work to get there. It's going to take a lot of building of all the other stuff first. Of course. Um, but ultimately, I'd like to... To be with people in the times of, you know, when when they need somebody there that's not going to be judgmental and isn't going to look at them and go, whoa, you know, uh-huh. no, I'm going to come in with that same love that I do in a clean house. So. I love it. Yeah. Um, what do you think as a startup community, we call it an ecosystem, mm-hmm. what do we need to be talking more about and what do we need to provide more of? Where do you see gaps through your experience so far? Um. Again, I've kind of talked a few times. I'm yeah. a little out of the norm in this because right. um, I'm just jumping in with both feet. Yep. But uh, I, I think just the community coming forward and staying local. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's it's really easy to outsource and do different things, and but really staying local, uh, helping you know your next door neighbor that's got a small lawn cleaning company or your lawn care company or. You know, people like me, hey, your girlfriend started a cleaning company. You know, yeah. I'm going to pass your name out to a few people. We just really need each other. We do. Um, and I th- I think especially that's one thing I've learned with the class in general is the connection. So I've done a few cleans for a few of the gals in class. Yeah. And the facilitator is oh, on my oh. schedule. Um, that's awesome. And so those connections have led me into other connections, led me into this. Yeah. Um. And it has also kind of lit a little fire in me of wanting to step more into helping other women navigate some of this stuff mm-hmm. that I've maybe been through, you know, they just don't know how. Right. You know, I'm not a counselor. I'm not your mental health professional. But man, I can be that girlfriend that meets you for coffee and just helps you out that day if you need it. Mm-hmm. You know, we all need a little help somewhere. I have no doubt that anybody listening to this episode is it's going to turn a light on. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, Mentorship is a big part of the experience of Mm co-starters. And I know that you were all offered the opportunity to be paired with a mentor. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about any mentoring experiences you've had of being mentored? Um, I I haven't had a lot. Honestly, a lot of it has happened in the class. Okay. it, as far as that's concerned, I mean, I, I did meet with a few people outside of class, um, but ultimately a lot of the learning that I did on that side of things came from within that class, whether it was the guest speakers, mm-hmm. um, some of the women that we had in there that have done some crazy, scary, and amazing things. Um, and I, I talked about borrowed power, like almost the first or second class. I can't even remember. And I don't even remember why the term popped into my head. Bor- borrowed, borrowed power. power. Um, and it's kind of become my phrase all through class. Okay. And one of the things 
I needed from this class or was hoping to get from this class was self-confidence in myself, knowing that I could move forward with anything I needed to do. I borrowed that power from those other women. Okay. Um, I like that. It's, it's something that, I mean, I know it doesn't make any sense necessarily, it but does, you though. feel it when it you does. walk in a room. Mm-hmm. You really do. When, when you know that everybody that you just walked into is 100% have their hand on your back and are going to push you towards whatever it is you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some, some women in there with some big goals, mm-hmm. big goals that were going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at mine that I started with a thousand and I'm like, well, that's a totally different world than what I'm doing, but she still needs my back. Mm-hmm. She still needs every ounce of, Hey, yeah, you can do this. Put your crown on. Let's, you know, let's your go. Crown on. I love that. She did not. I'm going to call her out a little bit on oh. this. She did not come to graduation. She was scared about oh, getting no. up and doing her pitch. No. She had a fan. She has a fantastic idea. And I think that she will 100% find her path. It's going to take her a little bit longer maybe, sure. but um, I think it's something that Sioux Falls needs and it'll be great in the end. But yeah. Um, that borrowed power, that that borrowing from the gal sitting next to you, knowing that they're going through the same thing you are, Golly. regardless of what level of business we were in, right? We all gave each other the same amount of love and the same amount of confidence. So mm-hmm. I love that was that. a lot for me. That was a wow. lot for me. Wow. So, what do you want those listening to know about your business, like inherently? Like what is, what's the thing that's going to drive you forward and what kind of support can the listeners provide to you? Um, for me, uh, coming on here, it, it was a little bit about promoting my business. Sure. Like I said, I do a lot of self-promoting. Um, but for me, anybody that would, that would message me or call me or wants to be part of my, my long-term goals would be knowing that my love is going to go into your house. Mm-hmm. Every ounce of sweat that I pour while I'm there or bang of the finger or bruise on the knee, because it happens all the time. Um, every bit of that is so that you can take pride and love in your home when you come home. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's it's not so much about where I want to go with my business, but what I can do along the way. You know, for other moms or dads or grandmas or been into lots of different houses. You're about to create a movement, and I'm excited to see yeah. where things go. I'm excited. It's been a privilege Thank to you. have this conversation with you. Um, we're going to take one more short break, and mm-hmm. when we come back, we're going to do a lightning round Ooh. so we can get to know Desiree on a Ooh. different level. Okay. So we'll be right back. Interesting. Hey, this is Jeff Hayward with Startup Sioux Falls. Welcome back to the Co-Starters Challenge, a recurring segment where we'll provide some tips for launching or growing your startup, as well as an action you can take called fieldwork. Today's segment is about marketing. That's a simple term, right? Well, it depends on how you define it. For some, marketing is mass mailing flyers or emulating a TikTok trend as a sales channel. For us, we define marketing not as sales, but as the process of building relationships with your customers getting them to know, like, and trust you. In order to properly market, you need to develop a clear message. That's the main idea you want to communicate about your business, focusing on how you solve your customer's problem as well as the benefit. Your fieldwork is to take a stab at your message and add it to your canvas. 
What does your customer need to know? What's the most important information? How can your message make your customer like and trust you? All right, that's it for this episode. Good luck on your field work, and I'll see you next month. All right, well, welcome back. Um, we're into our final segment here with Desiree Donovan. It has just been a pleasure to get to know you and hear about your experience mm-hmm. through the program and just who you are as a human being is just so beautiful. So thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Um, now we're going to do something fun. Okay. Kind of clear our brains a little <laughs> bit, but it's a lightning round. Okay. So I just want to know a little bit more about, about you. Uh-huh. So my first question I'm dying to know, what is your favorite go-to cleaning product? Ooh. Okay. So I talked about this a little bit. It, it's been a trial and error process. Okay. Um, the first couple houses I did, I tried two different products that, you know, like yep. this house, like this two time. different brands, right. Trying thing. to yep. decide what I liked I like better. It. And I've actually settled on a um, method, which you can buy at like yeah. Walmart or anywhere. The lemon verbena okay. is fantastic. It works great on wood floors and it, the smell. Everybody loves the smell. That's so interesting. It, the minute that you like run your mop water with it. The whole house smells amazing. Method, if you're listening. Method. There's a sponsorship opportunity It it is. It's great. It's absolutely great. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Coffee or tea? Oh, it depends on the time of day. Okay. Yep. Same. Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. I can never say it. Half and halfies in the afternoon. Yes. Uh, But coffee in the morning. Coffee in the morning. Yep. I can't go past noon or I turn into a gremlin is what I say. I love it. (laughs) Hoodie or blazer? Um, definitely the hoodie. And can Sport, we get, can we get a shot of the back? Mine? I don't know if you can like back it up into the camera a little bit, but this is like, she's got some logo wear on and it is just gorgeous. Yes. I, I love the tie dye. Is there uh, any significance to the tie dye? Um, I Are just love, I just love bright. Okay. I really do. It speaks to your personality. It does. That's it does. Sure. Um, all of my like ads that I run for specials are called sparkle specials. Oh, yeah. So I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Beer or wine or beer. neither. Okay, beer. Beer all okay. day long. Is there yep. a particular kind of beer that we not like? necessarily you a craft beer person? Uh, I'll try it all once. Okay. Some of it, if I have to chew it, not so much. I have but, to chew it. Yeah, is if I have to chew it. Yeah, that stuff that you like look at it, you're like, oh, yeah. what's floating in yeah, there? Yeah, what is that? But I'll give it a try once. I'll give it a try once. All right, I like it. Instagram or LinkedIn? Do you partake? Oh my gosh, neither. 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 Girl, we need to get you on. I know. Yep. I know. I'm telling you, my 19-year-olds right now, when they hear this, they're yep. going to be like, what, mom? You you're... can't admit that. I'm admitting it. Okay. Yeah. I am well, that Facebook get... generation. Yep. You're going to get bombarded by a bunch of marketing professionals, just 100%. so you know, including 100%. myself. <laughs> TikTok or nah? I think we already talked about it. I don't sure have it. Right. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, again, my girl's pushing me. You need to make a TikTok. You need to show people what you do. I love <laughs> the idea of like the, the YouTube mm-hmm. or your camera. You know, it's yep. just, that's so interesting. Chocolate or vanilla? Mmm. Ooh, probably a little bit of both. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I like chocolate ice cream with strawberry topping. Highly recommend it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you a sports fan? A little bit, yep. Baseball or football? Mm, probably more football. Football? Yep. Who's your team? I'm a Broncos fan. Broncos? Yep, a little weirded out by the whole... How do you choose a team? I don't I, I don't really know. I was in high school, and they were kind of big back then when they won back-to-backs, yeah. and just kind of went with it, and I've stuck with it. Okay. And it's, yeah, my husband's a San Francisco fan, so there's a little bit of... Is there a little rivalry little love going there, on? Yeah, yeah, Perfect. But I love it. We play softball in our house. You so do? 
I can't really say baseball because it's two totally different worlds, gotcha. but we do. We play a lot of softball. Okay. We, we coach and we all play. You're coach. I coach. That's I great. play. I manage. So many entrepreneurs are also coaches. That's yep. really interesting. Yep. S- explains a lot about you. Mm. Favorite movie or book? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. I have Digging deep now. I haven't read a book in a long time. <laughs> you are brave to admit that. But right? I'm sure there are more people than I. It's It's been a long to. while. Um, favorite movie. I'm a Goonie. Uh, this is totally going to age me. I'm 40 nope. today. Hey, girl, and I am you. a Goonie through and through. That yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Goonie, Dirty Dancing, all the 80s classics. For sure. Go hang out. Yeah. For real. <laughs> Last question is name an entrepreneur either locally or across the globe that you admire. Ooh, our business. Oh, that is a tough one. <laughs> I'd like to say all of the women in this class because yeah. they are so fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Counts? On, honestly, Raina, the, yeah. the facilitator, She's so um, great. her whole story has been fantastic to learn and and hear, um, you know, going from corporate world, because that's obviously not where I came from, right? Um, into what she does now is, again, one of them high caliber women that you meet Absolutely. that you're just like, whoa, you're intimidating, but I need you to rub off on me a little bit. So um, <laughs> you're borrowing some of her power. I was borrowing right? her power. I love that. 100%. Yep. I find it, um, I feel like she deserves like an extra special shout out because yes. she facilitated two cohorts at once she did so morning classes evening classes i'm like how do you have time for all of this i don't know and she never dropped the ball once um she she was absolutely fantastic always high energy and kept us on our toes you know kept us in line because apparently rpm class was the rowdy class oh good according to the am class anyway My They're thought was tired. they right. They just didn't have enough coffee yet. We're yeah. at the end of our day. We're wound up ready to go. So oh, that's so good. Yeah, Desiree, it has seriously been a pleasure. Thank you. Um, I hope that anyone who is listening goes out and likes your Facebook page, and eventually that. she'll be on LinkedIn. Yes, and Instagram yes. and billboards. Oh well, okay. The sky's the limit. Maybe so. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And if you are interested in learning more about resources through Startup Sioux Falls, you can simply visit startupsiouxfalls.com. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us for Start Dakota. Visit our website at startupsiouxfalls.com to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend to rate our show on iTunes. If you are a founder and aspiring entrepreneur, you can get started by visiting our website at startupsufalls.com slash start. Start Dakota is made possible by funding from the U.S. Small Business Administration. With this funding, Startup Sioux Falls is piloting an expanded version of its co-starters business accelerator program and providing additional resources to support underserved founders. Start with Startup Sioux Falls.